Hey y'all, my name is Destiny and welcome to another episode of the Aware Square podcast. I am so excited today, like, I don't know, it's just different when I actually just like feel like, yes, this is what we're doing, this is what we're supposed to be doing, and everything just, everything is just like, yes, like I we're in this today we're in it and i don't know maybe because it's christmas merry christmas you're gonna be hearing this and christmas has passed but i really hope y'all have had an amazing christmas i just came back from church church was amazing just being just in his presence and just acknowledging and thanking god for Jesus and literally his presence you know how they say his presence is present enough because it truly is like when all the gifts are done being unwrapped, all the things, um, Jesus literally came for us. So my pastor mentioned how like he came so that we could even be here. And I just like was thinking about that as I was preparing and setting up for the podcast that like I'm literally sitting here. I'm actually able to do this and move in this because of Jesus. Like Jesus was born and we know like all that he did, all that his life was for, and how God sent him down for us to give us another chance. And it's just, it's amazing. And it really just goes right in. Like, I was thinking about that as I was writing this episode because it ties in so nicely because, you know, we're in our little series. This is our last episode. It's the fourth episode in the little series, but we're at number one of the things that I have learned in 2022, the things that 2022 has taught me. Um, I won't try to run them down because y'all saw how that went last week. I could not even remember the previous week, but um actually here I go about to try I have just seen God be just enough like last week God is literally enough I've seen him be everything that I need in this life like I realized that I lack nothing because God is God God is everything all at once all the time and he's just been so amazing and it's just been great to see him in that way this year and also just learning to let go of control understanding that I don't have it all together all the time and seeing God in his faithfulness I remember all three of them look at me go and seeing him in his faithfulness as he just never let me fall he never let me go in this year he never let me what's the proper tense he never let he I'm trying to say in the past tense that he didn't let me fall he didn't let me fall. There we go. He never let me fall. That's really whipping my butt right now. Not me in a whole PhD program. That's whipping my butt. But he never let me fall throughout, not even just this year, but throughout my whole life and even beyond me, like for the generations beyond me, like he's been gracious and faithful from age to age. And that's what we're talking about this week about God and his graciousness. Like I've seen and I've experienced with my own life this year. And it's probably like stuff y'all hearing like, girl, what you mean this year? But it's different to know a thing, but then live that thing out. Like beyond just conceptualizing God is, yeah, he's enough. I've like, I had to get to a point where I was like, God, I feel like I don't have anybody. And I don't feel like I have like any meaningful connections and relationships, but for God to step in and I see him as enough. Like I knew that before, but I literally lived these things in my life. And so today we're talking about God and his grace um, I've known for a long time, like, yeah, God is gracious. I can tell you these things. I can tell you that, you know, he gave us Jesus um, to die for our sins and every wrong that we've done was nailed to the cross, all the things. 
But until I lived it with my life to feel like I've done enough wrong to need Jesus to nail. See, I had a, <laughs> you were just going to dive on in. I had like a really, um, I guess, tainted view of life in sin. I thought that like I was doing everything right. I thought I was making all the right steps. I thought like, even though I was, I was like, okay, I messed up here. But I thought that like plenty of people do like way worse things. Like my little lie or something like that. I'll repent and boom, like I'm good. I'm grand. Like I'm amazing. <laughs> I feel like God, I'm amazing. Like, and I feel like I've said it on the podcast before. I never would have said it out loud, but my thought process was like, if you had to die for somebody, it would be me because, you know, I didn't do, it's terrible to say out loud, like, but I felt truly that like, if somebody, we're not deserving, none of us are deserving, but if somebody had to be deserving, I was like, it's me, it's me, Jesus, very much pick me, (laughs) very much pick me. I thought like I was just, being perfect and just really bound by religion and acts and just feeling like I was doing all these things to warrant the love of God. But over the years I've been seeing like, okay, my actions aren't what my actions aren't what caused me to deserve God's love and they're not what caused me to deserve the goodness of God. I talk with my hands so much. I keep hitting stuff. You would think I would learn like what episode are we on? But it's not anything that I do to cause me to deserve God's love. And I've seen that over the years, but this year in particularly, I saw what it's like to be a like the lowest place of my life to just make mistakes and just be like, at this point, God, I will wipe my hands with me. You probably want to wipe your hands with me, but just understanding, like even knowing something is nothing if we really can't put those things into actions. If we really can't, um, begin to operationalize those things is nothing. And so if I know, not that God's grace was nothing, but if I know these things of his grace, but I really don't understand and can live it out in my own life, like it just left me feeling purposeless. It left me feeling just low. It left me in this place where I just didn't know what to do. I didn't know if God even wanted me still, if God even could still love me because I lived in this place. Like we talked about letting go of control where I would just want to check and click it off the list. Like, okay, check this box, check this box, like cross this off, cross this off, steps, order, processes. And something about just doing things outside of the will of God, knowing that I don't deserve his love. Like I felt like even if I messed up a little bit beforehand, like in my old ways, I was like, okay, I just messed up a little bit. That's not too bad. People do crazy things all the time. Like that's nothing in comparison to other people. And that's literally not the way we should look at it, but that's how I felt. And so when I got to a place where I was like, okay, my sin's big at this point. My sin's not little sin. My sin's big sin. And I don't know what God can do at this point because while I would be like, okay, yeah, God still loves you. I can tell anybody else, like, God still loves you and there's grace and there's this purpose and there's still hope. But myself, I was like, well, you didn't did it now. Um, Dan, I was like, you live, you rent, you had a good run. You had a good run. 20, some, 20 years, 20 odd years, you had a good run. Um, And I was just like, at this point, I don't even know. And so I think the enemy just began to capitalize off me just not being able to make that connection of I do good, 
I deserve. Um, really be able, he was really able to capitalize off of me just not understanding how if my sin was so great. <laughs> sure, we have Jesus, but my sin is so great. Like I couldn't see past my own sin and it being so great. And it was really just honestly, I was like, that's not going to negate the even in God bringing me out of it. He just showed me like, are you going to negate the sacrifice that was Jesus, the perfect lamb? Like your sin is not too big where Jesus and his laying down of his life did not cover it. The blood literally covers all of our sins. But we're going to get into really understanding it, how I had to really conceptualize. I mean, y'all going to be so tired of me saying conceptualize and operationalize. I'm sorry. Like it just it hits because I under it's, it's telling of my life. And I feel like a lot of believers like we can understand a thing. But to walk it out with our lives, we can speak a thing, but to really live that thing, it's conceptualize it. You can tell it, you could talk about it, but are you operationalizing in the way that you actually live your life? So I'm sorry, I just use it a lot. So, but I feel like it's just the most, the most fitting, the best way to say it. I combine most and best, the most. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> get us back on track, Jesus. Okay, but yeah, so um, I'm going to share just the way that God had to show it to me. Like I was in honestly like a cycle of sin, just perpetuating the same sin and just like going to God, crying about it and just like going back and doing the same things over and over and over again. And so I got to a place where I was like, Jesus, listen. And so here, this is not going to be a long episode, I don't feel like, but here is just like the revelation that I received from God in that time of just being like, oh, wait, wait, my sins can be forgiving. I can live a true life of repentance and then you can transform me. That's a thing, real life that is available to me. So, yeah. So, um, First things first, like I literally, I'm the type of person that when I get like a revelation, I be wanting to share, but I'm not the type of person that just like is on social media. I really don't even social media, honestly. I don't, it, it's so social. It's very social. It's very social. And I'm very much an introvert. It's crazy. Like I'm so introverted. Social media just gives me like a, ugh. it's just like, it's like that's social time. No, I'm at home. I, it's home time. I don't want to be on socials. Maybe I can TikTok. I can TikTok real good, but I can't like Instagram, Facebook. No, I don't do any other things. But um, and so instead of just like posting these things, I just record these videos of myself and I just share. Like I, I be talking like I'm talking to somebody. Like I'm talking to y'all right now. How I know that I'm gonna put this out for somebody else to hear. But instead, I really just be talking, knowing that it's just gonna be saved in my Snapchat or just saved in my camera roll and so when God gave me this revelation like I just had to get it out and so in writing this episode I was like literally just taking notes from what destiny of however long ago got this revelation from God and so here it is it's pretty short it's really sweet but it's just it just it blew my mind I was just like in shock and in awe at God and it's probably nothing complex but truly just in a moment of feeling like God just it's something about just feeling like I done messed up now and I don't know what to do and I just 
and the enemy is not the enemy if he don't see that window. If he doesn't see that window and just come in and just be like, yeah, purpose gone. The calling, revoked. It's just all of it. Like, he's going to come in and capitalize off of that and just make you feel like there's nothing left. He's going to make you feel like the promises of God are no longer the promises of God. He's going to make you feel like there is no purpose. There is no hope for you. And that you literally just separated yourself from God. You've separated yourself from the love of God, from the plan of God, from the will of God, and that there's nothing left on your life. So you might as well either just continue living in your cycles of sin. You might as well continue perpetuating those sin cycles, or you might as well just give it up and just exist and live because you will never actually just give it up and exist because you will never truly live that'd be the enemy that'd be the enemy that's literally the op i feel so strongly about that y'all because <laughs> like that's another video oh i just hit the mic my bad but that's another video like in my snapchats when i was just like oh my god we allow the enemy to speak so much in our lives that it, it doesn't make sense because in the natural world have I said this before on the pod? In the natural world, if we had an op, I'm not going to be giving you my ear. I'm not lending you my ear. I'm not trying to hear anything you have to say. So what makes it a difference when the enemy tries to give us these thoughts of purposelessness, hopelessness, all hope gone <laughs> What makes it a difference when the enemy comes and bring these things? Like we have to be able to discern and understand that that's not my thought. That's the enemy. That's the devil. That's not me. Girl, that's not me. Like, that's not me. Okay. And so, um, just in those moments though, it's very easy to feel so low. But in feeling that low and feeling that hopeless, I realized like that I need God to literally please God because um, I used to subscribe to the belief that I could be sorry, repent, and turn. And I'm going to work so hard. I'm going to work, 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 work so hard to do better. Um, I even share, like, even in, like, my first year of actual college, like, graduate high school, go to college in the fall type thing, live away from home type thing. Um, I was like, God, like, not that I had done anything so wrong, but I was just like, I don't feel like I prioritize our relationship, man. I just, I'm going to do better. I'm just going to work through better like literally I have journal entries where it's like I need to work to do better which it takes a level of effort on our part to really desire and 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 walk it out but it's not just that and when it stops at just me working me just working me doing it me putting my head down and me focusing and locking in with God and me pulling myself up by my bootstraps and me just going on and really doing the thing that is what helps and locks us into these cycles because we can't do it on our own and me understanding that we literally need God to please God was what really just burst it open for me like oh I've been doing it by myself and I've been wondering why I just keep going back and forth I've been frustrated with myself about why I've just been in and out why I had one foot in one foot out and I just felt completely torn and ripped down the middle because I thought I could do it by myself but when God really opened it up it's like nah you need me to please me I was like I need God to please God and it's just it's so it's so crazy. Like, excuse me while I look up where the scripture is, but <laughs> there's a scripture. It's Philippians. 
2 verse 13 y'all this scripture was my lock screen at a point in my life because I just I needed to see it I needed a constant reminder all the time scripture says for God is working in you giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him like that just blowed my mind. That literally blowed my mind because I was like, God, you're so big. Like, I feel like I've probably shared this already, but just in this context of understanding his grace, just God, you're, you're so good to us. It makes no sense. Like, that's why sometimes it was, it was just hard. For, it, it was hard for me sometimes because God is just doesn't make sense it literally doesn't make sense you're so good it don't make sense because not only in my heart do you just you stir up this desire this hunger to fulfill your will to do the things that are in alignment in accordance to what you desire for my life not only do you just give me that desire but oh you meet it and you give me the actual power to walk it it's not like oh man I want to please God so bad but I just can't stop or sometimes we just won't stop um but it's not like I just got I want to please you so bad but I just can I can and it's just like tough that's tough on you. You want to, but you can't tough. No. God, he gives you that desire too. And then he meets you with the power to do the things. He meets you with the power to walk away when you normally would have like, uh-uh, you know? He meets you with the power to, to turn that thing down that normally like you just gave me each time, each time, each time you would give me. And he gives you the power to do such a thing. And it comes with so many other things. It comes with God giving you a renewed mind and him just being a God of transformation. Like I've seen God in my own life just be a God of transformation. His transformative powers blow my mind. I, I, I'm going to keep saying shock, awe, mind blown, all the things describe how I feel when I really take a step back and see God and see him for how he's just had his hand in it all, like pulling me out, cleaning me up, not even cleaning me up, making me new, transforming me. It's just <sighs> shock, awe. <laughs> Shocking and awe, shocking and awe, literally mind blown for him to to initiate that desire on the inside of me and then pull it on out and help me walk it out by giving me the power to do such a thing. And just understanding that first off that I need him to please him and then grasping Philippians 2 and 13 that he gives me the desire and the power. I was like, step one. That's it right there. That's it right there. I should have made it one of them videos when it was trending. Step one. It's like you always have the good TikTok ideas after the facts. Or at least I do. Because I ain't got nothing. Oh, my bad. Again. Because I ain't got nothing trending or nothing like that. I hope that in this podcast, like, I feel like I'm sitting up and it's all boom, boom, boom. Because I saw, like, randomly this podcast of this woman, like, on her couch. She had a blanket. And she just had that mic in her hand. And she was just talking about her animals. And I'm just like, I like that. <laughs> and so, I don't know. Just not trying to be so ooh, 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 point one, point two, point three, but we're here, we're chatting, like, it's my hope that it feels like, oh, I'm talking to a friend, and like, I'm the type of person, I'm gonna listen to a podcast, and I'm gonna pause it, and I'm gonna just be like, 
my response because that's because then my my wheels are turning in my head because then I have to pause and be like, oh, that's how I seen it in my own life, and oh, oh my God, I totally get what you mean. Or wait, I think this instead of what you just proposed in that, and so that's just how I listen to podcasts. But um, anyway, and in the next thing after just understanding and having this revelation of God, realizing. Uh, what true repentance is because baby I had it wrong <laughs> baby I had it wrong I was like I'm gonna come to God and it's like I just had my little cry and then I'm gonna do better and then I was back here in two weeks not even two weeks sometimes I'm like it's been a week God and here I am again and I'm sorry but it's not just the oh God I'm sorry true repentance like Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Like, we weren't even there yet, but it's just, it, it flows. So, Joel, maybe I got my whole real Bible for that when I told y'all. And this is probably not a good idea. And somebody should probably tell me that. But um, I don't know if <laughs> growing up, like, learning the books of the Bible and all the things, I always say Joel, but my adult me wants to say Joel. Joel. <laughs> Joel. Joel, I don't know y'all, but um, I have the She Reads Truth Bible, and like it has at the beginning of each chapter, like one of the scriptures, like drawn out all nice and cute because it's, it's a journal Bible, and so it's like artsy, it's cute, and so I like randomly, oh, and I have the tab, so it's like really easy just to open to the um the exact book of the Bible, and so when I open up on Joel. It says, return to the Lord, your God. And like, I don't know, I was just in a place where I really was seeking to understand, like, God, I don't want to keep going back and forth. Because at a point, where, when do you get tired? Because I'm just going back and forth, like, God, I want to live for you, but I just keep sliding back. <laughs> you know how I said that? And not just use that rhetoric. No, it's not rhetoric, but, you know, use the term backslide. But I didn't want to keep sliding back. I didn't want to keep going back. Um, and so I just opened up my Bible, and it was here. And I was like, oh. And they also highlight a scripture that, like, typically is where that comes from. And so the scripture is Joel 2 and 13. And we really love 13 right now, period. 2 and 13 again. Okay, okay. Anyway, I just, yeah, alignment. But... It says, tear your hearts, not just your clothes, and return to the Lord your God. For he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in faithful love, and he relents from sending disaster. <sighs> Y'all, that's like, if that doesn't say repentance, if that doesn't say the gracious, mighty hand of God, I don't know what. I don't know what I don't know what because like it's all there and so it says tear your hearts not just your clothes and like when I read that instant conviction instant conviction because I'm just like I keep coming and I keep crying and if you know biblical times like they did a lot of things that were just literal outward expressions that would alter their physical being um just to reflect like a period of time that they were in so we hear about like what we read about like the sackcloths and the ashes and all the things like that and so in repentance tearing your clothes I did not do a study on this like I don't Hmm. it's the teacher of me like I didn't look that up but like if you read the scripture you would think so it's it's saying like you don't just tear your heart so I'm assuming I'll say I'm assuming that in this in biblical timing they would just tear their clothes 
in forms of repentance, in form of like probably the ultimate God, I'm sorry. But instead of just tearing their clothes, the scripture here tells he's urging not just like the people who he's writing this book to, but even us as we know how we use the Bible. Um instructing us not to just tear our clothes but to also tear our hearts now what does that look like now I said I felt conviction from reading this I wasn't like oh I'll be tearing my clothes like no in real life I'm just like I'm tearing myself up like I'm over here I'm crying I'm weeping I'm sad and I'm like I'm sorry because not to say that I didn't even feel conviction I could feel conviction but the conviction could just literally just move me to tears and just move me to sadness for understanding that, oh, my actions grieve God. That was it, though. It was just like, okay, I'm sorry, God. I'll do better. And just perpetuating that same cycle because I wasn't tearing my actual heart. I was just tearing my clothes by way of my tears. And while, you know, he sees our tears, sure, my tears is my tearing my garment like literally just my outward appearance of my tears what is that if I'm not walking it out what is that if my life does not say God I'm sorry my outward appearance can look real sorry but if I'm not gonna go back and do the thing if I'm not gonna rectify by walking out the will of God truly for my life what are my tears? And we see it in real life. Like, if you wrong me, you can come back and say you're sorry. But if you go and wrong me again, are you really sorry? And it's just like, sometimes we come down with the hammer on people in real life. And it's just like, imagine if God came down with the hammer on us like that. And so even in learning to learning to accept God's grace for my own life, I directly have learned to extend grace. Like, my judgment of people was harsh. Like, I have been like, uh, a flag on the plate. I can see it. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. And <laughs> I can see it, and I was just judge it. And it's so different now, knowing that, like, okay, but the Lord had to see your sins, your big sins, and he didn't say, flag on the play. Mm. No. <laughs> He gave us Jesus, Merry Christmas, Happy Birthday, Jesus, to be able to come back into right standings with him, walk in his grace, and have another chance. Like, he's literally the God of another chance, and I'm so grateful that with that other chance, he gives us a literal new beginning, but still, we're here, but, um, and so... I had to realize that I can't just tear my clothes. I couldn't just cry, but I had to bring God my heart. It's a whole heart thing, y'all. It's a whole heart thing. It's not just, oh, I'm sorry, cry, 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 go back and do it again. My tears can come, sure, but they need to be accompanied by my heart being literally torn. Like, I could not be released from what just had me going around cyclically. I really tried it with that one, cyclically. 
I couldn't be released from this cycle of sin that had me going around and around and around and back and forth until my heart was truly broken about breaking God's heart. If I'm continually living this life of sin and just going back and forth, constantly breaking God's heart until my heart truly was also broken about until I really realized and came came to the place of feeling like, oh my God, God, like my life, like I've been living life in a way that it's like blatantly sinning against you. I've been living life in a way that has not allowed your will to be done in my life. I'm living completely outside of it. And it tears me to pieces. Like I had to get to a place where like, God, I've been trading literally purpose. I've been trading the call. I've been trading everything that you place on the inside of me. Like to know that God has placed so much on me, in me, in you, and to just trade it. I was like, what are you even trading it for, Destiny? Like, what are you even trading it for? Like, I had got to a place where I was like, is it crack? Like, because it don't even make sense. Like, what? Where, where are you making these decisions? It's not making sense. But that's a whole other thing about being at the feet of God and just not being surrendered and then wondering why, not being surrendered, not being anchored, and wondering why life has just blown me all the way over there, and God had me right here, right? God placed me here, but I ended up over there. But that's a whole other thing. But I had to really come to terms and be like, oh, my God, like, what What are you trading what God has placed on the inside of you for? You know? Is it really worth it? Is it really worth it? Like, you go and you do all the things. And it's like, it's just it's for the vibes and all the things. And it's fun and however it makes you feel. But is it worth it? Like, it grieved the father. But until it also grieved me, I could not come out. But when I had a true revelation, I couldn't just cry. But I was like, oh, my God, God, I'm so sorry. Like, God... And I don't want to just say I'm sorry with my lips. I'm going to lean on you for you've given me this desire. Like, that's why it's literally broken me to pieces just to even realize what I've been living in. It's, it's breaking me to pieces to even realize these cycles that I've been perpetuating time and time and time again outside of who you've called me to be. When I realized that I wasn't living and um operating in who God created me to be I was not being creation destiny of who God made me I was I don't even know who I was being but when I realized that and my heart was broken I came to God and literally surrendered it off like that's a key part just being like okay God like all the cards are out on the table here I am I don't want to be this way. And there's a scripture that says my brokenness is sacrifice to God. Like I offer my brokenness to as a sacrifice to God. Google it. Don't. I'm not going to put y'all through another me Googling right now. But realizing that and just being like, God, <laughs> all I have right now are my pieces. If you can use it, take it. And so I literally gave it to God. I gave it all to God and just 
being honest with him because it's not like he don't know. And so just God here go boom, 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 boom. And obviously I'm a talker. And so I just be talking it all out to God. Just like God and this and this and then this happened. And then I don't even know how I got here. And then this and then this. And then I just kept do do do. And I'm sorry. And boom, boom, boom. yeah, I'm a talker in prayer. And so it just be. But laying it all out before God. And just surrendering to him, just like, here are all the pieces. And we say, God, if you can use it and do something, but <laughs> we say it so much. Obviously, he can. He can take all of your broken pieces. And I don't mean to sound cliche, but he can make it beautiful. He can take all of your broken pieces and and put you together again in such a beautiful way. He can take your pieces because he's the potter and just literally make you another transform you literally this year I've truly seen the transformative power of Jesus I was at dinner with my friend a couple of nights ago and she was talking about this post where like it feels like you live two different lives this year but I mean in aspects of time but like in my head I'm just like yes because the transformative power of Jesus I am not the same and I feel like a lot of the times um we allow people to just get us entrenched in this path of like okay this is who you were like this is what we've known you to do this is where I've known you to go and you'd be here and you'd be doing this thing with this person like we cannot be just concerned with those things and allow people to just keep us in this bubble because when we go through true repentance and we lean on God to give us the desire and give us the power to walk out a life that is pleasing to him and do the will and do what he's placed us on this earth to do because purpose his plans on his thoughts about us they're the same and when we have a heart of repentance and lean on him and understand that we need him to please him and walk every day out with him, he gives us a renewed mind. Literally, he renews our mind. That's another scripture. I don't know where it's at. Oh, I should have Googled that because I kind of knew I was going to say that already, but that's my bad. He, he renews our mind. And with that renewed mind, we... In a sense, like truly, we ascend above like where we were living. Like, if I'm gonna be honest, I was living real low. I was living low. I was living low. I was looking low, and I was feeling low. Okay, and I was in the pit, literally at the bottom. And so, allowing God to renew my mind. If He's He's taken me from this place, He's healed me, renewed me, restored me. He does it in your mind too. And so, it's not just like, oh, I can't be new. No. God comes and he makes it all new. And that means that your walk is new. And if you don't go those same places, we're not worried about them. We are worried about God and we know that we can't please the people and please God. And so I hope that our desire here is to truly just please God and just live a life that he can look at and be pleased with. He can look at and smile. And when it's all said and done, when we wiped out, like, he can be pleased. And even, like, preparing for this, I was like, bro, like, it's like we all be thinking that we're going to die and just go to heaven. Like, 
the movie, the dog movie, All Dogs Go to Heaven. Is that the movie? I think if it is about what it's really talking about, we really be thinking that. But, like, we're not dogs, babe. And I don't even know if that's... <laughs> anyway, but, like, if we can honestly say, like, I don't believe in, like, scare tactics. Well, it's just, like, get right tactics because... I can honestly say, like, if I had died in that, I would have died and gone to hell. And that's scary. And that's not God's desire for me. And that's why he never stopped chasing us down. It's not his desire for me. It's not his desire for you. Because the scripture literally tells us that his desire is that none of us perish. You know, it's not... He doesn't glory in us dying and going to hell. But that's where I would have landed, literally, in what I was, like, living just trying to juggle both trying to have a foot in trying to have a foot out trying to do and seem like I was doing what was pleasing to God but doing what I wanted to do like that would have landed me dead in hell and that's not his desire that's why he never stopped chasing me down and that's why he doesn't stop chasing you down and if you're literally hearing this if you're literally listening to this today know that God's grace is sufficient for you so no matter what you have done when you come to God and you surrender your brokenness, you surrender your pieces, understanding that I've been living this life outside of him from a broken place, from a hurt place, but I can give him all these pieces as a sacrifice and he can take those and he can make me another. And he just, he infused me, infuse. He infuses me with this desire to do his will. And then he gives me the power to go and do it. And so he walks with me every single day. God walks with you every single day. It's not like I got to project, oh my God, I got to live how many years? You know, if I'm going to live to be the average life and then I'm this many years old, I have to walk this many years without doing these things that I feel like I can't live without. Like, no, take it to God and he, he renews your mind. And then every single day, you don't have to map it out every single day. He's walking with you. He's walking with you every day. And I don't know. That's basically the end of this podcast. Just I've seen God be gracious and I just want me showing you that in my own life, I thought it was over. But God is gracious. And that's literally why I'm sitting here to know that, like, he extends the same grace to you and it's available for you. We don't have journal prompts this week, but I'm just going to say a prayer real quick. God, I just thank you for this day. God, I thank you for giving your son Jesus to us. I thank you for his very life. God, I thank you for the death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus. God, I thank you for him laying down his life that he took on my sins and he took it and it was all nailed to the cross so that I may come, that we may come, God, to know you, that we may come, God, to just even have a second chance at life. God, thank you. Not even a second, but another chance, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God, that that because of Jesus, we have grace. And thank you, God, that his grace is sufficient. Thank you that I don't have to wander. We don't have to wander, God. We don't have to sulk. We don't have to just live in our regret. But God, we can come to you. God, I pray that every person who's even listening to this right now, God, that if any of us have been, God, even forgive us for all of our sins, God. Thank you for your mercy, God. We say have mercy on us. Thank you that your mercies, they are made new for us every single day. God, I just pray that every person, God, 
every single one of us, God, we surrender ourselves to you. We say, God, we don't want to live a life contrary to who you've created us to be. We don't want to live a life pleasing to our own desires, pleasing to our flesh, God, but we want to live a life for you. So God, we say, here we are. God, here are all of our here are all of our pieces. Here is all of us, God. Won't you use it for your glory, God? We're tired of running. We're tired of trying to put it together on our own. We're trying. We're tired of trying to self-medicate. But God, we want you. We want to be pleasing to you. We want you to look at our lives and be proud. So God, we say, here we are. Take all of us, God. Take all of us. Take all of us, God. We don't hold anything back. We don't reserve any selfish desire. But God, we submit it all to you. May you be glorified. May you be honored, God. May our lives be pleasing to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. That's the end of the podcast. Thank y'all so much for listening. I'm going to catch y'all in 2023. <laughs> I'm really on it right now, y'all. I'm going to catch y'all in 2023. See y'all in the next one. That just really peace sign, y'all. If we going, we going. See y'all in the next one. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.